0: I'm not a, I'm not a specialist. I, um, I seem to suffer from an allergy, uh, from anything that alters me from the neck up. So, um, my story includes, uh, uh, alcohol in other forms. And, um, uh, hi, this is kind of early for me. Oh, I'm supposed to say, got it. Okay. Um, 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 so this is early for me. I'm in Pacific standard time, so you can do the math. Um, so if I seem a little less than lucid, that, that could be part of the reason or could just be, I'm not always lucid anyway. Um, um, I, uh, I was born in Michigan, Detroit, and, uh, it, it's really cold there and, uh, I was born in the fifties. So, uh, I came of age in the sixties and, uh, the early seventies. And, uh, and as I, as I said, um, my first drink was around, uh, 13 years old. I'm going to focus mostly on alcoholism and, uh, very little on, um, anything else, uh, because we're in an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting and, uh, all I have to share is uh, how I got sober and what my thoughts were around my sobriety and what I do to stay sober. So uh, in a general way, what I was like, what happened and what I'm like today. Um, Anyway, my first drink was around 13 years old. It was a high end uh, wine called uh, Boone's Farm Strawberry Hill. And that's a, anyway, um, it tasted like red pop to me, uh, and uh, oh, by the way, in Michigan we called soda pop. And uh, it tasted like red soda pop, uh, and uh, and I liked the effect right away, uh, except for getting sick afterwards. Uh, but you know that didn't seem to deter me. I was ready to uh, uh, drink and uh, use whatever would uh i you know i i drank for effect from the very beginning so i don't know about anyone else's experience but my experience is i seem to have that allergy of the body right away and i think that um for me um i am bio- uh, biologically different than uh, people who are non-alcoholic i think that um I I exhibited alcoholic behavior around anything that altered me from the neck up. That's my experience. So I'm not a specialist. And it being the 60s, I did uh, more than dabble in everything else that uh, altered me from the neck up. And that went on until 1988. 1988. I was able, I, I came to Alcoholics Anonymous a few months before, after my father passed away and I was arrested uh, for uh, surprisingly belligerent behavior, because I'm not a, uh, a belligerent person, but uh, alcohol seemed to alter my personality. And, uh, and, and toward the end there, I was trying to quit everything else with alcohol, Was not the wisest. Uh, decision i had ever made. But I I made a lot of foolish decisions in my day. Uh, Some I've learned from, some not so much. Um, So I came into Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh, I I, um, didn't, uh, from the very beginning, didn't understand the God stuff in in, in the steps that were printed on a a scroll uh, uh, on, on the wall. Uh, my first meeting was the Radford Clubhouse in Los Angeles in, uh, um, I believe it was North Hollywood and, uh, at that time, and it was the original clubhouse and, uh, where apparently, uh, Clancy and, uh, Chuck C and, uh, Alabama others people like that were sober and longtime members and they were, uh, were sort of rigid in their uh belief of what people should do and should not do uh that I didn't like that very much but like I said um I had uh or maybe I didn't say I will say now I was pretty desperate I I didn't like uh who I'd become I didn't like what my life looked like uh, I was fired from uh, my dream job uh so my bottom included my father's death uh uh, a couple of arrests and, uh, and being fired from my dream job. So I knew that I had some uh, substance abuse problems. And uh, 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 people have told me uh, Alcoholics Anonymous was the place to go. A client of mine had already brought me to a meeting a few months before, but I did not stay sober. Uh, I, I stayed sober 29 days and drank again and then it was a few months more before I came back to Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, I continued to go to meetings. Uh, I uh, I, uh, I identified with the sim- similarities and not the differences as best I could. Uh, there, uh, it, it being Los Angeles, there wasn't a great deal of proselytizing, although there were at some meetings. And, uh, and mostly... People were just uh, hanging out and, uh, and trying not to drink one day at a time. And that, that seemed to make a lot of logical sense. And in actual effect, it still makes a lot of logical sense to me today. I don't want to get ever too many years and not enough days. My sobriety date is December 8th, 1988. I've been continuously clean and sober from that day. Um, and, uh, and it's been a long, strange trip. I met a man named Charlie Polacek. I can say his last name because he's now uh, passed away. And uh, he was the founder of a group called We Agnostics. And that was uh, my first in- introduction to uh, a more secular approach to staying sober. And that fit like a glove for a long time. Uh, and as I was saying to uh, someone else earlier, after a while, it uh, it seemed like that meeting got a little tedious because people talked about God more than they were in regular uh, traditional AA meetings. And I really uh, identified more with the, the common suffering and the common solution. And that common solution being the intention of the steps without... Uh, An anthropomorphic, I, by the way, I I still do not have any kind of belief system that includes an anthropomorphic, anthropocentric uh, deity of whatsoever. Um, I don't consider myself an agnostic or an atheist. I have a belief system, but I think it's an outside issue to my sobriety. So I don't talk about it a lot. I think uh, whatever one believes is probably an outside issue to their sobriety, our common, uh, our common suffering and our common solution is, uh, is uh, what um, I think uh, most meetings should talk about. There, our our ability to recover from a. scene. By the way, how long do I get to speak? As long as you want. Most people speak around twenty minutes, more or less. Okay. Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes if it's interesting. <laughs> Okay. I, I don't know if I'm, I'm, uh, anything I've said is interesting so far, but, um, it's been about, uh, 13 minutes and, uh, I'll set a timer. I'll go over. Uh, so, um, Oh, uh, anyway, I, uh, I, uh, I, have I started to find the way agnostics meetings kind of tedious at around eight years sober, uh, I, uh, I started going to, uh, again, w- more traditional AA meetings because I heard a lot more about the disease of alcoholism and, uh, and the application of the intention of the steps. I'll, I'll, I could, by this point um, in my sobriety, put aside whatever somebody's belief system was because it wasn't, like, again, uh, like I said, in most meetings in Los Angeles, the uh, the description of somebody's working the steps was not great uh, amount of proselytizing our belief system. Uh, that's going to matter later in my story. Uh, but I, I was able to, uh, you know, uh, make a home in Alcoholics Anonymous, if you will, a recovery home and a, a way to approach life that worked infinitely better than um Drinking did uh, to uh, evade my problems, and um, and I do uh, I do kind of subscribe to the intention of the steps. Uh, you know, uh, self uh, examination has been a, a, a really important part of uh, my recovery, as well as uh, as well as uh, changing my behavior, making amends. Uh, those are important. Um, uh, behaviors for me uh, to stay in recovery and, uh, and to uh, create a more uh, responsible and uh, if you will, adult approach to life uh, rather than running away uh, from my problems in a bottle. Uh, I, I do subscribe to the idea as well as the uh, allergy that uh, bottles were only symbols and that uh, uh, the problem was more uh, my approach to life and uh, my approach to problems. Uh, and life being what it is, after uh, 33 uh, years and uh, 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 th- 33 and a half, really, um, you know, life is, you know, I've, I've uh, suffered uh Losses like life happens, and 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 um, and opportunities to uh, be of service, and opportunities to use the application of uh, the intention of the steps. And uh, so, I'm not one of those uh, secular alcoholics who uh, believe everything. We should just throw the baby out with the bath water. I think there's a lot of uh, logic. You know, uh, the the program was uh, designed by two Oxford Group members who uh, who recognized one thing that I think is very important: one alcoholic talking to another, and uh, I believe that uh, we understand our our disease of alcoholism better than those people who uh, do not suffer from it, and then we're able to um, we're able to. Um, solve our problems together. And I believe that uh, the unity in, in any Alcoholics Anonymous meeting is uh, certainly more powerful than me alone, trying to uh, figure out what to do with a certain problem or a certain uh, uh, behavior that I can't seem to stop doing. And, uh, you know, so I, I am a supporter of the 12 steps. I'm just not an avid supporter of any religious tenet. And uh, I believe that uh, there's a very important place for a secular Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, at least to recover from the non-secular Alcoholics Anonymous. And, uh, you know, I found that in We Agnostics. I still do go to We uh, I actually have a commitment at the Friday night meeting and... Uh, it's still an important part of my uh, my recovery journey. Uh, Elise had uh, met me at uh, a meeting I had started to try to uh, unify secular and non-secular alcoholics and i managed to alienate both. Um, uh, I had been doing it for three years. It is, is called The Way Out. Uh, I can put the information in chat if you'd like to go. Um, and it's going to need a new secretary because you know I've done it for three years, and uh, and it, it, you're you're welcome to make it strictly secular if you'd like because I managed, like I said, to alienate secular and non secular alcoholics or of us because one week a speaker uh, is comfortable with prayer and next week a, com- a speaker is not comfortable with prayer, so you never know what you're going to get when you walk into the meeting. And some people um, have a uh, a uh, a real problem with prayer. I don't seem to have a problem with prayer. I think those words are uh, the words that are uh, you know uh, uh, calling up an anthropomorphic uh, deity are meaningless to me. It's about it makes about as much sense as a Disney movie. Um, I'm not too troubled by it anymore. Uh, able to like I said be comfortable in any Alcoholics Anonymous meeting but I know that's not the case for everyone and I think that's a very important uh, reason why Secular Alcoholics Anonymous should exist and if somebody never gets comfortable with somebody else praying that's fine with me Uh, we're not here to change anyone's belief system I'm certainly not here to convince you of anything uh, I'm just here uh, to tell you what my experience has been in Alcoholics Anonymous and which I hope it continues to be I never want to get too many years and not enough days so I approach it one day at a time so uh, I renew my uh, commitment to uh, staying sober every morning and I'm thankful that uh, grateful that I stayed sober every night and uh And then I I start over again the next day. And that's basically all I do to stay sober. Uh, It does not depend on any kind of belief system. My belief systems are subject to change as far as what the universe is about and what kind of life force may be in all living things. Uh, What unsuspecting inner resource I may have or uh, am not able to uh, get in touch with at a particular time. It doesn't matter. What matters is that uh, I know that I have an allergy and that for me to drink is not a great idea and uh, not a great idea is not something I want to partake in. So I hope that I've been able to uh, share some experience, strength and hope. The topic that I choose is what you're doing to stay sober today and I'm done. Thank you, Bernard. Let me turn off the recording.